Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. This podcast is dedicated to all the women out there who are aspiring to have a career while raising a family. And bitch? Well, that's more than a name and even an attitude. (laughs) We use it as an acronym. It's for bank, inbox, time, connection, and harmony. Each episode is labeled according to the correct topic so that you can efficiently find the topic that you're looking for. I'm here to tell you, you can have your cake and eat it too. The trick is finding efficient ways to get through the have-tos so that you can make room for your best life. I can show you how. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. If this is your first time, welcome to the Beehive. If you've been around for a while, welcome back. I think you're going to really enjoy today's episode. We are going to talk about the magical world of virtual assistants. And I have a wonderful guest here to help explain a little bit about what they are, how they can help you, and maybe to find the right one that you're looking for. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the show. Hey, Melissa. Thanks for having me. Yes, this is such a topical conversation these days. I feel like everybody is either wishing they had an assistant or hiring them. And it's a tricky road, right? Especially if you're a first timer, hiring help can be challenging. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to your tips and tricks on how to do that. But before you do, why don't you share a little bit about who you are, where you come from and how you do life? Okay, cool. I'm currently in Seattle. I spent about 75% of the year in Seattle. I was born and raised here. It just so happens to be early August right now in Seattle. and We wait nine months of the year for this weather. I'll just tell you. So everybody from Seattle doesn't leave Seattle in the summer and every all of our friends and family come to visit us this time of year. And then I spend the other part of the year on the central coast of California um, in a great little surf town called Pismo Beach. Uh, and I founded Athena Executive Services about seven years ago. And I myself was a virtual executive assistant and then worked myself out of a job and built a small army of those and created some managers. And now my managers run the company and I work about 10 hours a week and play a lot of pickleball. Yay, that's perfect. <laughs> Sounds like all the goals, right? You're checking off all those boxes. So Let's start with what is a virtual assistant. Let's go super basic and then maybe we'll climb our way up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So virtual assistants are just a wild, unregulated industry. Uh, It is the wild west right now. So that means all kinds of things and it means different things in different cities. Even there are overseas virtual assistants. Mm -hmm. I I think, first of all, I think it got really popular when Tim Ferriss wrote the four hour work week. Agreed. And everybody got fired up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got fired up about, okay, all you got to do is just hire an army of virtual assistants to run five or six different companies. It's um, not that so, simple. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, go try that. So there are virtual assistants overseas for sure. Philippines is a major market for that. But sometimes people will refer to their virtual assistant in Argentina, who's managing their social media, or in Afghanistan that's writing their code, or what have you. So you have all of that might be what people are referring to. And then you have U.S.-based agencies, I will say, that for the most part have got people within the United States operating as virtual assistants. So they're sitting at home at their kitchen table right now working for how many of our clients? Usually part-time, maybe five hours for this person and 10 hours a week for this person and 10 hours a week for that person. 
Mm-hmm. And all the agencies are designed a little different. Some of them charge by packages. Some of them charge by the hours. Some of them say, we have specialists in travel booking. We have specialists in project management systems. Some are just, we'll do whatever you need. Mm-hmm. And then there's what I would call the unicorns. They're just the freelancers and they hung out their shingle, maybe on Upwork or on Fiverr. And they're going to cost you more than somebody overseas. They're going to cost you less than people coming from a U.S.-based agency. And you got to go find them. Mm-hmm. And they'd be great, but then you got to go, you know. Manage them too. <laughs> you got to find them and manage them. Yeah. yeah. So there's quite an array. And I wouldn't even go so far as to say one's better than the other. It's just right. a matter of what is your need. And I made up this term when I started the company called, hey, I want I want virtual executive assistants. So that does imply something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And in certain cities, people were, will refer to their personal assistant. Oh, do you have a PA? Oh, I have an EA. Oh, those are different. No, they might be doing the exact same thing. So sometimes it just depends upon what city you're in. Yeah, absolutely. And you see those in the corporate world, right? There are executive assistants and there are administrative assistants and there are all different coordinators, right? So regardless of what you're doing, you're going to find similar people doing similar things. I love this virtual world, but like I've been thriving on this myself. I own a fractional CFO company. So I am working for two hours for this company and five for this and 10 for this. And everybody gets a little bit of my brain for what they do. And that's what a virtual assistant is doing, right? You're getting somebody who's specialized in one thing or maybe 12 doing them all at the same time. I don't know. It just depends upon what you're doing. But they may be working for more than one person is the moral to that story. So it's a cool way for people to make a full-time living doing part-time work, which is such a cool thing about the gig economy that wasn't around when I was growing up. I just think it's the coolest thing now for people to have both. Yep, for sure. It's good. So tell me the reasons why somebody would want to hire an assistant, whether an executive assistant, a virtual assistant, somebody in their home, a personal assistant. Why do you want one? I think that in the ideal world, you spend your day doing things that you're great at. Maybe you get to, you're paid the most to do because that's your specialty. You thrive. Even if you have a long, hard day doing it, whatever the it is, you still go home to your family, a decent human being, right? You weren't just slogging through eh, all the work you got to do to be able to do the thing you really love to do, which most people go into business because they want to do that thing they really love to do. And they weren't really planning on the 80 other things they got to do just to get the opportunity to be a massage therapist or to Mm -hmm. be a bookkeeper or to be a pie maker or to be a restaurant owner or whatever. They want to do that fun thing. And in truth, that's not what they do all day long. Mm -hmm. So you want to get in the ideal world, get rid of everything that is not the highest and the best use of you, I think. I call it being the surgeon, like a surgeon drives to the hospital in their fancy dancy car and they get out and they go to the operating area. And I don't know, I haven't been there, but let's just say maybe it's like it is in the movies and they wash their hands really well. And then they stand there and somebody outfits them. (laughs) They walk. Yeah. We don't know. Maybe it's like that. And they walk into the operating room and everything's ready. 
like all the instruments have been cleaned and the body's ready and everything's ready to go. They didn't do any of that. They just got to come in, do the thing that they trained to do, that they make the most money doing, walk out, stand there. Somebody takes all this stuff off of them. They wash their hands. They talk to the family. They go back, get in their fancy dancy car, and then they go do what? Whatever the hell they want to. (laughs) Golf, pickleball, go to their kid's soccer game. Yeah. Whatever. So I just, everybody's got their own version of be the surgeon, but I just Mm -hmm. think we, we want to be the surgeon. Yeah. So one of the things that comes up for me, and I've been through my own journey on this exact thing. So I went through a journey a couple of years ago of hiring an assistant for the first time. I didn't really know what I was trying to find. I was like, I need help. But I question mark over my head in a bubble of what kind of help do you need? What do you want them to do? And I went through three or four people, some because they weren't the right fit for me, others because I think I wasn't very clear on what I needed or what I wanted. And I also had a hard time letting go of some things, even the things that I didn't want to do. I had a hard time letting go of those. So how do you start the process of deciding you need help when control is usually a factor for most most everybody? Yeah. I think one thing everybody could do today, what just a game you can play with yourself, is just start writing down your list of things on a daily basis. Maybe you have a piece of paper on your desk or a little note thing on your phone. Mm -hmm. What are the things that you regularly do that don't bring you joy? You don't love. You're not good at it. You resist it. And not to say you're going to give it away, but it could just go on the list of possible things someday, one day in the future, you may not be doing that. So I think that's one thing is just get it out of your head and see it on a piece of paper. And maybe you come up with a list of 25 things. Okay, what would life be like if I wasn't doing that? And maybe when you do decide, okay, I'm going to try an assistant, maybe you pick three or five of them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they are not going to do it quite exactly like you do. But I think you've got to decide what do you want to do with the hours of your life? For me, I started this firm and I didn't have an EA. So that was a little weird. But I didn't think it was weird. I was like, I don't need an EA. I've been a rock star EA for years. But it was a little bit like, what's that funny phrase? Like the tailor's children have no clothes. <laughs> was like the woman who runs an EA firm has no EA. How strange. Yeah. But then once I had my own EA, it was a mind. I had to go through that mindset shift that you're pointing to about what do I give away? How much do I give away of it? And I will just say, you start going there, you will get better at it. And there will be parts that you will maybe never go back. I'm never booking my own travel ever again. There's just, there's certain things that like, what, it's the biggest time suck. Because then I start messing around with, what if I left on Tuesday? What if I didn't take a direct flight? Maybe I'll go through, oh, maybe I should go see my mom first, blah, blah, blah. Maybe I should use points. What about points? Oh, I think I have a credit from the last flight I was on. Where's that damn credit? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I just lost a whole hour of my life. I have an assistant right now helping me with swag, shirts, hats, stuff like that for efficiency, bitch. And she asked me the other day if I wanted to go in and look at her selections. And I said, you know what? It's probably better if you send me some screenshots, because if I get in there, I will end up in the black hole of never ending possibilities and I'll never come out. Exactly. I'll literally spend four hours just lost in there. Exactly. Holiday planning. I'll have my EA start working on holiday planning for all the clients, all the contractors, all the staff. She'll start in October. And I'm like, don't. She'll be like, you'll love this website. No, send me three things. 
The same thing. So yes. that all is part of starts to speak to what would you give away? What because you don't you and I don't want control over swag and the I want the decision making, but I don't want my time spent that way. Yeah, I agree. And it's such a it's such good advice, I think, for business owners who are starting or maybe a little bit into the maybe a year in or close to a year in because some of the things already, the things that are bugging you, the things that you like to do. Some people like to do their bookkeeping. Others hate it. Some people like social media posting. Others hate it. There's different things you can start to get a flavor of right away. But for people who don't own a business and they're just working their butt off at home and at work, this is a great opportunity for you too. You can outsource things to an assistant, executive assistant from your personal life to support you in those decisions for your corporate job. There's no right or wrong here. Absolutely. And I think, and I'll just say, I can only speak a little bit on behalf of my own team. They love when they get to do some of that personal stuff too. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's the family spring break trip. Yeah, we'll go work on that. Or it's mom's 75th birthday. And where are are there three places we could have it in Timbuktu or Orlando or Kansas City? Okay, I'll go work on that. Oh, and what is mom like? Oh, she likes roses. Okay, let's see where there's a, they will just go have a heyday with that. And if that frees you up, great as well as book you for Pilates and maybe poke you to make sure you're there. Yeah, no kidding. I could use that. Can someone show up at my house and make me get out of bed? Right. It's funny that this was your suggestion was to write everything down. I wrote about this a a bit in my book, but when I was starting to go through that, like that load, that invisible load that I was carrying as a mom and as a professional, and I had all this stuff, I hit my breaking point and I wrote that list down and I handed it to my husband and I said, take your pick, right? Because I'm not doing all this crap by myself anymore. And then we gave some to our kids. Our kids are older now too, so they can do... My youngest is eight. So I've got arms and legs around here that can support. And you can start to use your family to support you as an assistant too. We all have to do the work, right? It's just part of it. But adding on additional help to support the family household is... Everybody benefits from it. Everybody benefits from a happier parent. Everybody benefits from a cleaner home. Everybody benefits from knowing where their uniforms are or their backpacks are all of the things that need to be done. I certainly am a huge advocate of hiring for support. Someone said to me at one point, hiring help is for the wealthy. And it's never been... I don't know. I'm busy. I always feel like hiring help is for the busy. And better yet, you're supporting someone else's business who built a business around what they love to do. And they're not your slave. They're not your maid. They're not your put in whatever nasty word you want to add there. Like they're there to support you in your dreams and you are supporting them in theirs. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, I think so well said. It's tough stuff, I think sometimes, particularly for women to let go of, because I think oftentimes women feel like they have to do all of those things because their mothers did or because their grandmothers did. And we're just not living in that same world anymore. It is shifting pretty hard. So if you were starting out and you were looking to hire an executive assistant, I'd be referencing my list and Mm -hmm. asking about that. What are people's experience in this area? So if it is personal, it might be a little bit easier in some ways because the people you're talking to have probably had to manage those things in their own life. Mm -hmm. The more professional, the higher level of business acumen you need, the, not the harder, but 
for lack of a better word, the harder yeah. it's going to be. Do you need a good copywriter? Okay, that's something specific. Definitely. So in the business world, you might go to Upwork or Fiverr and just get a project delegated and you mm-hmm. find you like that person. Okay, a month later, maybe you delegate the same project to them. I think we in our firm, we have a very long screening and vetting process. And I'll just, I'll give you pieces of it. And I think maybe people can steal little pieces where it applies to their situation, whether they are just wanting somebody to help with their home life or business or a mix. And a mix again is really fun. We have people in the very last stage do actual exercises because we're pretty clear in any hiring. Everybody's going to give us all the right answers and they're just going to walk on water in the very first interview. Even if there's a second one, they're going to keep saying all the right things. So if I was vetting and screening on my own, even if it was an agency or an individual, I'd drag it out over time. I wouldn't try to do that very quickly. And I would try to communicate with them in all the ways I like to communicate. I like text. So if I text you and that annoys you, maybe that's a sign. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Or I text you, hey, what's up? One sentence. And you write me back 10 sentences. Oh, might not be a fit for me. Might be a fit for somebody else. You like somebody who can write really well. I would go back and forth with them in email, make up stuff, random stuff to ask them. Tell me about this. Tell me about that. Every single thing that person does in the text or in the email or on the phone is a clue to how they're going to be with you. Are they funny? Do you like funny? Are they too serious? You don't like too serious. All of that is coming through in all the different ways, which is why I like to have multiple touches over a two-week period. Yeah. Because then that shining me on phase will fade out. I agree. And then I'll get a sense. And just your comment about the communication like if your texts are the wrong length or the wrong frequency or the like it's game changer right if you annoy me in the way we communicate i'm never gonna be able to trust you to do my stuff and it's not gonna work for them either i love that i think that's a super critical component to it because communication is everything it's yeah if it wasn't received it didn't happen (laughs) yeah see this was wonderful thank you so much for all of your information will you share with the audience, where they can find you, how they can connect, other information they can learn about executive assistant. Yeah, you can find me out on LinkedIn if you want to find me individually. If you want to learn more about our firm and virtual executive assistants, you can go to athenaexecutiveservices.com. You can read all about us. If you want to learn more, you'll see multiple buttons on there. You can click and you'll get connected to a woman named Jennifer Tracy. And she'll just start by having a 15-minute conversation with you and even you can just brainstorm with you with her if you want and go, hey, I don't know if you guys are it, but this is what I need. What do you recommend? And she might be like, I recommend you go over here or go over there. Lovely. That's wonderful. There's nothing worse than not finding a fit, but not knowing where to go next. So take advantage of that if you're listening to this. Awesome. Gina, thank you so much for coming on. And I really appreciate you listeners for coming in today. It's been so good talking to our guest and I hope you found it very valuable. If you've been around for a while, thanks for coming back. Make sure you are sharing and liking and leaving reviews. See ya. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new around here, please be sure to leave us a review on any podcast platform you're listening to. And you can always reach out to me to let me know what topics you're interested in hearing about or maybe telling me someone you think would be great for the show. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at EfficiencyBee. Until next time, see ya!